This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know. What's up everybody, welcome to a another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Today, we are upgrading, look man. We roll over that speedometer. We hit the 101, and now we're at 102. Boom, upgrade. Right. Everybody gets headphones. Wow. We're here. Sounds great. Your voice sounds great, Matt. I, thank you. You know, I have a face for radio. I decided to <laughs> find a voice that matches. Uh, somehow, this turned into a video podcast. Real. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not for this time, Brian. That's what it really boils down to. I'm not for this time. No. You're like from the 1920s. Let's not go too far. I'm well, he not out here. Well, those. It was there in 1920. Oh, that's that's fucking hilarious. Let me tell you what's getting really old, okay? You? The fucking 27th slam dunk. Yo, that was like... I'm older than him. That's the funniest part. Yo, it's like NBA Jam. He's like, he's on fire. I my can't believe. God. I can't believe <laughs> oh I fucking God. set that up. <laughs> Oh my god, I just John Stockton that <laughs> shit. Really did, like, man. Jesus. Oh, I broke the fucking rim on that one. God, how did I just let that happen? That, that was that was beautiful. Incredible. I, I'm 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 pained. Yeah. I'm pained right now that that happened. Thank it's you for the gift. Thing was. Oh. What's the topics anyway today? I, I, Since we got to move on from your joke, apparently, apparently, <laughs> shut down. we have to run this. We have to run the it's podcast over. now. He's, he's speechless. Yeah, it's it's gonna take him a few, minute, few minutes to get himself together. Uh, at least a bare minimum. <laughs> I got well. I got to tell you, I'm already. Uh, we've already outkicked our coverage. This yeah. is far beyond expectation. When I found out it was me and the two of you nimwits, he <laughs> uh, had to find somewhere to sell you something. You I know? figured I was going to speak it into the void, you uh, know. Yeah. But here we are, right out of the gate. You're just spitting hot fire, you know. The tortoise comes. Out. Hey, I come to play. <laughs> he's, been, he's been working you know? that one up for at least six weeks. I have just been waiting for the perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. <laughs> Comedic timing was impeccable. Uh, <laughs> I can't even believe he got there so quick. But hey, hey, look, look at us. Yeah. Look at us. We've look upgraded. We have. Uh, I will say, uh, you know, we've kind of been testing some things this week, seeing what works, what doesn't. This microphone stand being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. Yeah. Oh, we're upgraded. All right. Yep. Yep. Real. A lot of complaining, not a lot of problem solving. Yep. Um, we've, we've been trying some things out, including different time slots and... Uh, the data is kind of in this. This is not. This is not the slot. This is not yeah, the time. That sucks because I love this time. I hate it. It's, it's also allegedly, like according to YouTube statistics, the best time to upload. But, but not go live, right? Well, yeah, I guess like it might just be a little bit different for live audiences. Uh, so our audience clearly is not a three PM audience. No, they're we, 11, 11 o'clock. Yeah, we have 155 concurrent watching right now. Usually when we do the mornings, we're somewhere in the neighborhood of like four to 700. Yeah. Uh, and when we did the night pod, it was again in like the, the four to six, five to 600 range. Now, to be fair, I don't know if that was a byproduct <laughs> of the time slot or how fucking unhinged <laughs> the content was. But uh, one way or another, evening podcasts seem like they are a viable alternative for us. Mm-hmm. Noonish seems like the most probable destination 
for our uh, actual landing pad. Yeah. Uh, maybe not even noon, honestly. Maybe 11 a.m. is I, best. I think 11 is the best. Well, get here at 11 and start at noon. No, get here at 10 and start at 11. The, we did that for WSOP, right? Yeah. And it's best for my schedule, for sure. Yeah. And too. I think it's good for viewer interaction uh, and garnering an audience. But what it's bad for is Melissa. Uh, and things that are bad for Melissa indirectly are bad for Berkey because I have to, I have to summon the beast and get my head ripped off by both her and Rudy as I knock on the door. Uh, and then inevitably the pod will start at 1130 instead of 11 anyway, right? because true. you know, the makeup and whatnot. And, and to be fair, she's our greatest asset. So we kind of do have to accommodate, right? Right, it's like you know, mm-hmm. every one of you lift out. She knows out. she has leverage. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Every one of you lift out. Every one of you. Christian's been gone for six months. No one even noticed. Nope. Uh, that's not true. Actually, the the comments <laughs> are just riding without chin here. Um, but when the poo dog disappears, so does uh, apparently all of our audience. Like this is this is this is troubling. Yeah. These are non-Berkey numbers right now. Right. This is when I leave it up to Conrad, the host with Ryan DePaulo. Numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of fun that day. <laughs> At whose expense? <laughs> Maybe if everybody smashes the like button, the algorithm will, you know. Get them, Brian. Yeah, just, just put it out to everybody and yeah, our audience will grow. Oh, let me get it. Uh, Melissa, I, I hear that you're on a break <laughs> from your hosting duties. If you could make a thumbnail right now, that'd be fucking great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't think you get any time off. This is not the weekend. We're here to do some work. Uh, all right. As far as conversation goes, first thing I want to talk about, uh, family. I want to talk about family. La Familia, you know? La Familia. Um, We're going to the pirates. I. <laughs> well, you know, in the <laughs> 70s, there are uh, other families. We were a family. But go on. Um, so for myself, I, I like to take good care of my family. And part of that is having an embarrassed... Uh, an embarrassing amount of people on my Verizon phone plan. <laughs> like a ridiculous. What do you think is too many people on a Verizon phone plan? What is too many? Yeah. Uh, being a single man like yourself. Correct. Living if, far away from all of your family. Correct. <laughs> three. Three. Yeah. Three. Yeah, seems- four, four. I mean, I, I three. You being who you are, I would say th- three or four is is okay. Is generous. Sure. I would think. Sure. I- Eleven. I have, 11? A, I have 11 lines Wait, on my family plan. Hey, that's your you favorite know, number. You <laughs> know 11 people? Fuck off. I've been around since the dawn of time. You think I haven't made a friend or two along the way? 11? 11? What, what is the bill every month? I don't know. <laughs> it's, set don't, on, it's set on auto pay. Yeah, but you should. You can still know. Well, I trust that of the 11, at least some of them are sending me monthly Venmos. Uh, and some of them are. Like, Dolak is on my family plan. Dolak is on? <laughs> Wait. What? Yeah. Hey, he's part of the fam. My cousin yeah. and his wife, they're on the family plan. Uh, my nephew, oh, my I sister, mean, yeah, okay. my so, uncle. To, to be clear, you're not paying for all the 11. I don't know how many I'm paying for. How? But you get people send you Venmo, so you should know that, right? Well, have you ever, have you ever like, gotten an influx of... Venmos? No. Okay, well, I get. What's that like? I get. En- I get rent on Venmo. <laughs> I get these phone bill payments on Venmo. I get like you know sporadic. Basically, you bought not- me a cheeseburger. Here's the payment back on Venmo. His notifications. Th- are they off. don't. They don't ever. Correct. Like, my notifications uh, are off. That's a. Oh, the, okay. That's the question short story. Was when okay. you walked in Verizon, you said, "Hey, oh, I don't my walk in anywhere." My favorite number is eleven. 
I have. I think I can find eleven people that want to go in my fucking family plan. Let me call them. Hold on. I. I How did that work look, out for eleven people? Let's be clear. I do not walk into Verizon. I don't do anything that I can't. If it can't be done over the phone or online, I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with it because if it can't be done over the phone or online, I can't hand it off to right. my assistant. And therefore, my time is now be like right now. Uh, our mail, which who the fuck wants mail? They, Snail they, mail. They, it's funny. They think they left a threatening note in the mailbox, but they didn't. They did me a favor. They leave a note that says, your mail has collected <laughs> up to a point that we can no longer deliver. It's all been returned to the post office. If you don't come within 10 days of this notification, it will begin to be sent back to the original sender. And you're like, fine. <laughs> exactly. Do I care? So, oh, no. Now I'm not going to get my... Uh, my right. my credit card uh, app, or pre-approved credit right, of course. card. <laughs> so Henry Kilbane was staying at our place this past weekend. <laughs> on Sunday, he comes up. He goes, mate, a very angry postman. Or it must have been Saturday. A very angry postman <laughs> came to the door. And he's ridiculously upset. He wants you to go to the post office. He said there's a bunch of mail there. And if you don't go, they're going to start sending it back. And he's like... I'm just like, don't shoot the messenger. I don't live here. <laughs> and he wasn't having anything about it. Like, he was just really mad that you wouldn't go pick up your mail. And I was like, yeah, I don't, like, send it back. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You think I care if Visa MasterCard gets their fucking junk mail back? Right. Send it to him. Yeah. I don't want any mail ever. <coughs> Although I do realize now uh, I kind of fucked Espen because he asked if he could use my address to get a debit card sent there. And I told him, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they just stopped delivering mail to us. <laughs> So that's kind of bad. Uh -huh. I think um, what's well, funny because this exact same thing would happen to me if it wasn't for Michelle. Oh, it's happened uh, here at the office too. Of course. Uh, who check? Who goes in? Like, well, she, you, the manager. I know. But listen, is there anything important in there? So much fan mail. <laughs> so much fan mail, Brian. Okay, well that is important. We get T-shirts sometimes. It's true. Yeah. No, we but that clothes. stuff gets delivered right to the door. No. No. Those, no? those, those fancy t-shirts that we're someday going to coordinate and wear together, they got delivered in the mailbox. Okay. Um, Where's the key? <laughs> <laughs> it's downstairs. It's in the, in the bag of all the keys. Yeah. Yeah. But like, no, that, it's in the key bag. But the same thing would happen at my place if Michelle didn't get the... I can't remember the last time I got it. The, there's like two things per year that I get in the mail that like I need, which is like my uh, sticker for my car mm -hmm. for, the, for the registration and like Maybe my voter registration, but I don't even think that is important. No, I don't even think you need yeah, that. Yeah, you don't need that. Right. So it's literally just one thing a year. Right. 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 And, and you can, I know, and and I you know can look for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a monthly subscription to this beef jerky company from Austin. <laughs> really? Yeah, so they send me... Send me uh, the info. It's so good. It's the one that we got at, at Palms. I don't know if you remember. Or you might not have been there for that mm -mm. trip. It's so... It, it's... The only way I can describe it is that it's beef jerky made with the fat still rendered. Or not rendered, rather. So, like, each strip is, like, half fat. It's, like, very crispy mm. bacon. Very yeah. thin, yes. thin yes. sliced cut. Like, very, yeah. very crispy. And so the, very the meat thin. part like is very brittle, off. but the fat is so succulent. Like, you can so literally So, it is it. rendered. It's just... It's like bacon. How when you render bacon yeah. fat, it's, like, it, it becomes part of the fat and the meat become, like, one. No. It's like bacon when you don't get to that point. Where mm. the fat is still separate. You understand what I'm... Yeah. Like, like non-crispy bacon? It, the way you're describing it... It sounds like I wouldn't like it, but because it's like too fat. Like, like beef jerky should be lean. That's how I think of beef jerky is lean meat. I mean, you, you know what it looks like to it, me? It looks like it looks like the outer portion of a ribeye. Okay, 
So, but you can okay. barely even so describe it like this. So it's like super marbled. So thin. So it's not like a chunk of fat. It's like marbled Dude, through the meat. Dude, it is so thin. Yeah, but it, like it's Conrad's like a piece of paper. It's, it's paper thin. Like it's paper thin. Like you would never even get this texture. Oh. Like what you're thinking right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's it's not like this big thick jerky that you have to like tough your way what, through. What is it called again? Uh, Sunny Boy. S O N N Y. All right. Boy. I'll come over and I'll try some if I like it. I'll order. Some. Well, here's the problem, Brian. It's, <laughs> it's at the post office. God damn it. <laughs> so. There is some incentive for me to potentially go mm-hmm. and pick up my beef jerky that's been sitting there that they hopefully haven't sent back the Sunny Boy. Which, yeah. if they're going to send anything back, you, it probably would have been the beef jerky. When something gets sent like that, you have to be the person because you have to like show ID or yeah, something. Very yeah, very annoying. Somebody yeah. with that address. I might figure out a way to like put Tammy on, like call <laughs> on your ID. <laughs> yeah, call, no, no, no. Like on the on the house. Yeah. So call like have her added. Yeah. And then tell her that she has to go pick up my mail. <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean, I, I can always go to the post office one day. Oh, yeah. Why are you <laughs> with us? Fucking pay down the tab. Yeah, Jesus. Exactly. I forgot. I forgot that we have Conrad it only, here. It only costs like 15. 50, uh, fine. <laughs> we, uh, I'll take point zero 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 one percent of the tab off. <laughs> uh, plus half the jerky you probably be eaten by the time you get right. home. So. Um, so yeah. I'd say uh, coming all the way back to Verizon, <laughs> okay. I don't even know how we got on the mail tangent, uh, but the, the Verizon thing, um, you know, I have 11 people or 11 lines on this, on this thing, but I made my sister, uh, I guess a manager of the account. So like she, she has access to all the passwords. She can get things reset, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. All of this is very important for a very specific reason. I don't know if you guys remember, but this must have been like two and a half years ago. There was a big sweeping um, uh, like scam going through the poker community where people were uh, getting login info to exchanges, Telegram. Um, there was a lot of Telegram hacks, a lot of Skype hacks, a lot of uh, WhatsApp. All, all these hacks that were taking place. And there was this big warning amongst the community of like use two-factor authentication. Mm-hmm. And uh, even in spite of two-factor... Um, if you're not utilizing a third-party app. So a lot of two-factors that are offered uh, are done so in a way where you can confirm through a phone call, a text message, uh, things of that nature. Um, And I think the big way that they were hacking was uh, two-factor on your email, right? So oftentimes what you'll have is, uh, and we have this all the time, you have to confirm something via via text or call, right? Mm -hmm. So the way that these scammers were getting around it is they were calling... um, like Verizon, T-Mobile, whatever, uh, with certain information of the account owner, and they were phishing, uh, pretending to be the account owner, getting the account unlocked, and then switching out like all their passwords, getting the getting it all redirected to their burner phone or whatever, right? <laughs> so uh, obviously, at the time, I got relatively safe, set up mostly two-factor, but since then, I've probably gotten a little sloppy. I'm not sure exactly which devices i have that aren't uh utilizing like google authenticator or whatever all of them. just tell everybody all yeah. no <laughs> no why would it it's the opposite tell them that all, all of them are using yes. google. That's, that's oh yeah, yes. yeah uh i'm definitely vulnerable somewhere but like it's because certain apps you you can't use on google authenticator you have to use the two-factor that they offer mm-hmm. so they're just like weaker in security anyway uh i'm telling you all of this because my sister uh god bless her soul was job searching <laughs> 
Um, and she hasn't been gamefully employed really in her adult life. So she's like really struggling trying to find something. She gets offered $20 an hour to do data entry, right? So she finds this assumingly on LinkedIn or something along those lines. And this is her point of contact, Brittany Johnson. So uh, she has this exchange with this Brittany woman. And um, this woman asks, you know, you know, do you have uh, a cell phone plan or whatever? And she says, no, it's not my own. It's my brother's. We share a family plan. And the woman says, do you have access to it? And she says, yes, I'm able to manage the account as needed. So then she goes on to say like, okay, well, you're going to need a work phone. And this iPhone device, which will be part of your equipment, will be ordered from your phone carrier, but the company will be responsible for making the payment on the line. Uh, is this okay with you? And she says, yeah, that's fine. Uh, so <laughs> then the woman says, I need your username and password in order to proceed with the order of payment. Oh, and no. at that point, thank God, <laughs> oh, no. my sister was sharp enough to realize she was being scammed. Yeah. So she sends me the screenshot. She goes, do you think this is a scam? And like, even though she's like relatively sharp on it, because it's a job offering, Right, because you have this thing dangled that feels professional. Yep. Uh, it doesn't seem that far fetched. Where it's like I read it and I'm just like instantly, yeah, this is a crypto scam that's 100%. going around for sure. Yeah. Like don't don't reply. And she was, you know, disappointed. She's like, oh man, that's super annoying. That sucks. I'm glad I caught it. I'm like, yeah, me too, because it's not like she's my nephew who has no access to give or to change the password or anything along those lines. Like she has full autonomy over the account. Right. As like all 11 lines just snap hacked. Wow. Well, that's good thing you caught it. Yeah. That'd have been a nightmare. Yeah. I I don't know how far it would have went. Well, I think it would have been less of a nightmare for me. It's funny because like I have the most to lose out of everybody on the accounts, but I'm also the most protected. Mm -hmm. So I think it probably been like very minimal to me. uh, There's a chance that like maybe my IG could be compromised Mm -hmm. or something like that, which is, an annoyance like i don't think people are really gonna fall for scams I, I see it happening all the time where people's igs are getting taken over and then their stories immediately become i made x amount of dollars on crypto like, <laughs> right tag this person and find out how to get rich yeah it's like oh how is this even a fucking scam mm-hmm. like <laughs> who's falling for this so for like super important stuff i have um i have two-factor authentication through uh google authenticator but i have google authenticator works offline so I've been on an old phone offline. So nobody mm. could even hack into, the, like, even if they got into my phone, it wouldn't matter because right. it's on an offline. Um, it shouldn't phone. matter anyway. Look at the fucking uh, turtle. You. I know what you. I'm doing, man. I know what I'm doing. You think I don't know what I'm doing? Why is it a phone that's offline? <laughs> no, that, yeah. that's definitely that's sharp. Next level. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely sharp. Uh, I feel like it doesn't matter, though. Anyway, I haven't used Google Authenticator in a while. No, but if they hack, if they can somehow hack into your phone, yeah, they can hack into your Google Authenticator and use Google like. Okay, for some reason, I thought there was like a biometric setting to get into Google Authenticator. Um, I I could be wrong again. It's been a while since I used yeah. it. I want to say that sure. there is, or you can from, have it. From set all up. the advice, or you can I just have it set up that there is. Thing that I've got, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. having a having a cold phone obviously is uh, is super yeah. sharp. It's yeah. just annoying. Yeah. It's like now if you're out. Right, but I, I don't I really don't need it unless I'm doing something. I mean I guess but yeah, it depends yeah. on like what you're what you're utilizing it for. Yeah. But like it, it'd be annoying if like you're trying to send a crypto transaction and like you're just out or you're out of town or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like Right, yeah, yeah. Honey, go in and Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you get into my flip phone? Yep. Yeah, get onto this phone, which is which is, is the battery's probably dead, so you need to charge it up first and then Right. And then Michelle instantly has questions like <laughs> The fuck you hiding, man? <laughs> this is burner phone bullshit. I don't understand. Uh, <sighs> All right. 
Well, now that Melissa's out of town, let's talk baseball. Oh, my God. Yes, How let's about... fucking talk baseball. Yes. The goddamn Yankees just swept the fucking Mets. Yeah, Subway in Series. In the Subway Series. What a beautiful I actually game. watched that game yesterday. It was 4-2, really 4-2 game. both games, and, you know, mm-hmm. Yankees just did the goddamn work. Yep. Now to the little brothers I of love baseball. Ba- man, I love baseball. <laughs> I, I really do. I love it. That doesn't interest me at all. Like, there's nothing about the Subway Series that makes me be like, I need to watch some good baseball. Right it's now. funny because they were talking about it how on the um, the broadcast last night and how they said, "Oh, maybe the Subway Series lost its allure and that kind of stuff," which you're alluding to. Yeah, but there's um, no Clemens throwing a fucking broken bat at Piazza. They, their um, their ratings and the attendance and everything was just shattered. Like one point one million. Yeah, were one watching. Po- yeah, one point one million. Other, the next um, and, biggest was one point two when mm-hmm. Derek Jeter retired. Yeah, and they game. were obviously the the record crowds for the year there which makes sense i mean it's it's the same yeah, city it's so but right it's, but, it's um, coming back like i the, think yeah both teams were never good in the last x amount of and years. now they're it's both when, when they're both good mm-hmm. the subway series is popping i mean this the mets being good is an interesting uh proposition for baseball as a whole i don't know in my lifetime that i mean they ha- they were good in the 80s but like it was so early 80s that i don't really remember it mm. and then yeah. there was the one one-off season where the subway series happened in the world series 2000 yeah yeah um, but outside of that, like they've just been a hopeful no, they, team. Yeah, yeah. They've had yeah, a that's lot a good, of good strong, way to put yeah. it. They never want yeah, to spend money. Team. No, that's they, not true, man. They had not. the sickest rotation for like the last ten years that just didn't pan out. Well, they kept yeah a lot of injuries. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, when you have eight guys in the in the in the rotation slash pen that throw a hundred and two. Some some uh some Tommy John's gonna happen. Yeah, I think Syndergaard's the only one that really left, but. The their rotation is uh, better. Their rotation is absolutely better. What about than ever. Matt? Uh, oh, he he, 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 he he's he, old now. He was a goner, Harvey. <clears throat> yeah, Matt, Matt Harvey. The, the he was the Knight. original of that crew, though. Um, Batman. He was the first. Like yeah, he's the oldest. He was. He, he was the he first. Was. Yeah. It was Harvey, Syndergaard, and Degrom. Degrom, uh, yeah. kind of all at the same time. But I think Degrom got right. But Degrom and Syndergaard were a lot younger. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that would make sense. Um, Harvey went to Baltimore though, and. It's trashed every game. Oh, he's still playing? Yeah. No uh, I'm way. I'm not sure about today, but I know like last year or two years oh, ago. I'll check m- it out. Maybe I'm off on the on the age thing. I thought he was like mid to late 30s now. Um, Those guys still pick kind of close. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you think yeah. about it, look at look That's at, true. He's 33 right now. Yeah, 33? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, he's probably, probably got two more years like uh, Arietta. On the tail end of his career. But you know, like, when you look at the Mets lineup rotation, it's better than ever right now. They have fucking Scherzer. They have DeGroom. Yeah. They have... Um, Scherzer was a nice pickup. Tahoon, Ta- your old guy, right? Tahoon Walker or... Mm. I, he was a pirate? I'm not sure if it's Tahoon. It's Walker's the last name. I know that for sure. He pitched last night. I thought he was talking about... Uh... Um, Hold back? No, no, no. <laughs> Talon... Oh, oh, no, no. He's, oh, he's, oh, on, no, he's on the Yankees. Yankees. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jameson Tyon. Yeah, Tyon. Yeah. Right. yeah, he's a Yankee. Um, <laughs> Crazy to see him and Cole end up one and two yep. in the same rotation again yep. after we fucking dump them. I didn't even think about that. It's so, so painful, man. You, you it's so hard. You guys can take Cole back hard. for Cruz if you want. Take who? You guys can take uh, Cole back for Cruz right now. No. Nobody wants <laughs> him. Listen, the Pirates, okay, listen, the Pirates, they're terrible. They're just, they're a dumpster fire. They lost 14 to two today, but little bright spot with O'Neill Cruz. He's unbelievable. Today he hit the hardest ball 
ever hit in the StatCast era. Now that's... Waxing Here it is right there. Field. That is going to hit hard off the wall. It was Look a single. Because <laughs> <laughs> it bounced right back. Because it bounced so right back. Yeah. Well, it's a combination of things, right? It's uh, he hit the ball 122 miles an hour. So and he got stood out, there. And it got out there quickly, right? Yeah. Well, he got out there. Three. It also bounced directly off the wall right. to Acuna Jr. Yeah. So those two things happen. Right. But third and most importantly is he gave it that little DR pimp. Yeah, he just, yeah, he just, well, he should. Right. You know what? I don't care. He should. Like, 122.4 miles an hour. <laughs> What's the matter if it stays in the park, man? I mean, it, no, because it's just, it's incredible. No, now, obviously his bat speed's so, insane. Yeah, so the, the StatCat era is only goes back to 2015. But, I mean, even if it didn't, like, this is one of the hardest hit balls, like, ever. <laughs> Probably. Pretty close. Troy uh, Percival would disagree. Yeah. He saw, or maybe it was Tim Salmon. I can't remember. One of them, yeah, it was Tim Salmon. Troy Percival was pitching when Bonds hit that home run in the World Series, and they just cut to the dugout, and he goes, <laughs> "Holy shit!" <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I would like, to, I would have loved to see like Bonds and and, and McGuire and some of those guys what what their exit velocities were. Um, because they're tainted. So yeah, no, <laughs> shut up. That's true. Oh, well, you know, who's, no, he's not tainted. Liver King. <laughs> Liver King is definitely tainted. Um, but so the record that he broke was. Yankee himself, John uh, Carlos Stanton, um, who he had the he had he had the Statcast record. Not only did he have the Statcast record for the second, he had the third and the fourth and the fifth. I could have sworn Judge was up there. No, so they showed they showed. I don't know how far it goes down, but they showed the top five, and now Cruz is one, and Stanton is the next four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's ridiculous, Stanton. Like, I mean, that's what he's known for is just like these absolute missiles talking about being ridiculous how about aaron judds he's 30 48 well, yesterday he, hold on me. he's like 30 what did we say 31 i think 30 or 31 yeah turned down a i think seven year 250 contract mm -hmm. to be a free agent at the end of the year and what a fucking season fucking <laughs> <And he's had laughs> one of like, the best seasons that like he's had a little dry spot the last two weeks but like he's back man he hit one last night he's 12 home runs away from 60. Mm -hmm. And we have what? 35 games left? 30 games left? It more. I mean, yeah. 30, maybe 35. We have a month and a week. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, man. Better I would love yourself. to see, I would love to see him get 260 or close, you know, like down the stretch. Is he going to get to 61? Because they were saying, and this is a, this is a uh, bold take or whatever you want to call it. I don't know how Berkey will agree with this, but I uh, forget who it was on MLB Network was saying that if he hits 61 or 62, that he is now Jesus the, home, uh, the home run, single-season home run leader because with not the steroids, everyone else is tainted, yeah, right? Course. And uh, the fact that he did it without... Uh, who are these that's idiots? That's not even close. See, I knew Shut he would not. Up. No, absolutely not. You're out of your mind. Yeah. You're because it's your guy? No, it's, no, no, no. I, I, because I, one took steroids and the other didn't. Okay. Or, or, that's, or, or that's hasn't the, got caught yet. Right. Yeah, shut the fuck up. That's like, the, uh, what do you mean? One got the caught, argument. the other didn't. Who cares? Um, Who cares? Technically, Bonds never got caught. He hit fucking 73. Or 75. I don't even know what he hit. He, he hit, hit 73. Yeah, like, Wait, he hit what? an absurd amount. What do you mean he didn't get caught? He technically never got caught. Uh, McGuire and... 
Sosa and all these other. I mean, like it's alleged, and everybody's pretty. Confident. He's like never like he's never been tested and then tested positive. Correct. Like correct. But I mean, and he's never admitted to it or right. anything on those lines. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. But we all know that he did. Yeah. But like, you yeah. shouldn't have such high degree of confidence that nobody else is juicing now. It's like this is an insane stance to take. I, I think you have a much more high degree of confidence now because they're tested much more regularly than than they were then. It's just like how high is your how high is your degree of confidence that steroids are not being used in the NFL? We're talking about the MLB, right? But I'm drawing I a parallel because NFL players are tested many, 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 many times I, over. I think yeah. that, and it's widely known that steroids more in the NFL than they are in the MLB. I mean, I guess I don't know. Given don't know. given the short season time frame, yeah. yeah. But it's it's like widely believed that steroids are used rampantly in the NFL. Do you yeah. think that like um, steroids evolve yearly? Yeah, of course. Like, that's why that's why that era existed. It, it was a combination of uh, HGH, HCG, and uh, Androstein, and all of these new um, designer drugs that were a more efficient than the old school anabolic steroids, and b uh, able to beat tests. And that'll always be the case. It's just like anything else, where like the cheaters will always be ahead of the the, the um, security. But the big thing that we have to recognize. And we need to start, in my opinion, shifting a little bit more towards this mindset. Like, we talked about the Liver King yesterday. If that guy's juicing or not, who gives a shit? If we have the technology available where he is in zero health decline, and I don't know that that's true, obviously, but if, if we can use him as a test subject and see, like, that across the board he has zero health decline and actually lives a much more efficient life, a much more, uh, I don't want to say fulfilled because that's subjective, but like along the health spectrum mm-hmm. is much more optimized than someone without the aid of whatever it is, the f- like whatever the fuck it is he's taking. Why are we not leaning into that? Yeah. It seems insane. We use science for everything. Right. All of a sudden we don't want to use science for bodies. Yeah. It's just such a, the, the stigma is, right. is, is, is it, like, it's so, you know, hard, it's so hard for society to get over it once it's been ingrained Agreed. for so many years. Agreed. I mean, right. There, but it's like, has it has to be it, a lot it, of down fucking, like side effects to steroids. It does well. not have to be. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a perfect example. He is a lifetime user of steroids. <laughs> Listen, we see in like what happens under the camera. Like you don't see what happens off camera. I don't know what this guy's life's like. Arnold like, Schwarzenegger? Yeah, anybody. Just like in general, like you just have problems as well. Like that people don't know. Okay, about. let me simplify this for you. How much downside do you think there is to recreational drug drug use outside of the extremes of uh, like fentanyl? And opioids and that kind of stuff. Yes, outside of the things that are, are, are abused in an epidemic stamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but much. also, like, you're talking extremes, right? Like, regardless of what leads to those uh, abusive factors, it's not the general case, right? Like, and I'm not advocating for recreational drug use, but, uh, like, smoking pot, eating mushrooms, taking acid, even doing coke doesn't instantly turn you into a drug addict. Right. Right. Like there are mitigating factors that could potentially make you susceptible to being a drug addict. I'd fight about the Coke one, but yeah, go on. Okay, fine. Uh, Cocaine (laughs) could be the outlier, but like most of these recreational drugs that have been stigmatized in a certain way actually don't have addictive properties to them. Right. I was going to say, so like, yeah, when, like when you, that's why he said Coke, because I think Coke has. Correct. Very addictive property, but yeah. Push it out. But like, yes, of course, like marijuana and and mushrooms and that kind of thing. Okay. So that's my point. Like if they're, if, if, 
this thing that's been stigmatized forever that we have decided collectively as a society is so bad that we should put people behind bars, yada, 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 yada. And then later we come to find out the science is more in favor of actually there's almost no downside and there's a medicinal usage for this subclass of drugs and all these other things. Of course, it's easy to stand on a soapbox and say like, well, there has to be some sort of decline in their lifestyle and in their health if they're doing this type of stuff. Like there does not have to be. Right. Right. Just like uh, Schwarzenegger, I use as an example because he is like throughout his life been kind of the embodiment of what an optimal, uh, I don't want to say an optimal man because it comes with like the stigma of like his persona and who he is and the philosophy he believes. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about physically though. Physically, he represented what the optimal man looks like, mm-hmm. uh, or what the optimal man, the human man, could. Goddamn could Terminator! Be. Yeah, he's six four, just shredded to the gills, and like, you know, is as much a byproduct of hard work as it was designer drugs. Yeah, and that's kind of the whole point. It's just like, okay, I'm on board with saying like, if the science demonstrates that it enlarges your organs, it enlarges your heart, it leads to heart failure, it has all these downsides. Like, then yeah, sure, we should stay away, right? But is that what the science is saying or is that what the science is saying for people who abuse it? Right. Right? So if we have the ability to take the probably the greatest baseball player to ever live in Barry Bonds and amplify it to the point where it's not even a discussion through these designer drugs, why wouldn't we? Yeah. Like, what is the downside? I don't understand. Creating a level playing field? What level playing field? God didn't allow there to be a level playing field. Right? Like, if you want to create a level playing field, now Bonds isn't allowed to be on it and everybody else should be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, true. I just think it's such a silly argument to say that anybody who's interested in pursuing some level of um, optimization or some level of uh, chasing an ideal, uh, not to the level of perfectionism, obviously, I think that that's unhealthy, but like, really just like trying to reach that upper echelon to the whatever ability necessary. Mm-hmm. If we have science that can help that, it, it seems crazy not to. I'm pretty yeah. thrown off right now because isn't like, isn't there science against steroids like saying that like things like it does enlarge your organs and shit like that? Like, yeah, isn't but there. Well, yes, but like a lot of, a lot of the education that you will have received or people who don't spend a lot of time diving into this will be very antiquated, right? Because it was all generated through scare tactics of the war on drugs. Right, so that's why I keep bringing it back to designer drugs because you're somebody who, throughout your lifetime, has probably dabbled a bit. You know, I don't, I don't want to project anything onto you, but you know, <laughs> we know you get it popping, okay? You don't know anything, <laughs> and, but also, like, if you also, I keep it popping. But hold on, but if you're like looking into like this type of stuff, like into steroids and stuff, like, aren't you only going to read like the uh, opinions of other people that are looking for the same thing you are kind of in a way? Well, that's, that's a byproduct of having to do your own research and, and be good about it and trust some educators. And for what it's worth, I'm not very well versed on steroids. Uh, I know a smidge based Side off Side effects of, for women, deepening voice, facial changes Why are you looking growth. at women? I don't know, I was just scrolling. Enlarged clitoris, irregular menstrual cycles. Wait, why are you shocked by any of this? Of course, if you give testosterone yeah. to women, they turn closer to men. Infertility. Yeah, men can't have kids. <laughs> like, mm. what, what? Why are these surprising side effects to you? Oh no, I was just looking at him and I was like, whoa. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, maybe let's take a beat, process it a little bit, and then figure out if it's relevant. Didn't well, sound good. 
but like HGH is that's not testosterone. So that's right? so that's, that's more so that's more so where I'm coming from mm -hmm. uh, because that was a big byproduct of the Bonds era. Right. Was the utilization of HGH. It's what allowed them to play longer. It's a lot what allowed them to have sharper eyesight. And this is something I am much more educated on. So I don't know a ton about test therapy uh, outside of you know just the benefits of having a raised testosterone. I don't know a lot about steroids uh, to the point where like. I don't even know the different types of designer steroids that are out there. But what I do know a lot about, because I've spent a lot of time researching it, is HGH. And, and when I say a lot, I mean relative to an average man, not relative to a doctor or whatever. But, um, you know, I do have a fair amount of knowledge on this peptide effectively that can be utilized to spurn uh, or level off growth hormone in, in humans. And it's something, it's part of dying. Right, so once you reach your your peak maturity for men, I believe it's like right around age 28, uh, there are a bunch of hormonal levels that start to decline. Mm -hmm. HGH being one of them, uh, testosterone. testosterone being another, and they don't necessarily decline at the same rate. Like HGH, I believe, declines at a, a more rapid rate because you're not growing anymore, mm -hmm. right? But there's a lot of benefits to uh, having some level of human growth hormone in your system, right? It, it uh, helps with uh, longevity. It helps with slowing down the aging process. It helps with recovery. It helps with inflammation. There's just like a lot of positive benefits to it. But because it was tied to steroids due to the baseball steroid era, mm -hmm. it's gotten the same stigma. Right. And that's just a byproduct of nobody really wanting to educate themselves on things that could potentially move man forward. And that's the big thing that I'm just like kind of advocating for here is like, if we keep negatively stigmatizing these things, what's going to continue to happen is that the only people who will have access are rich people who are willing to experiment. Right. And that's exactly what's happening. You go look mm -hmm. at an anti-aging clinic and it looks like a bunch of fucking snake oil. And it probably is to the everyman who has access because if it's at a price point where the everyman can get to it, it's probably not anything that's worth anything, right? right? Yeah. But whenever you start to look at the Hollywood actors and people who are very much concerned with health, longevity, uh, reducing the aging process, lengthening telomeres, all of these things. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Like, uh, think about Jeff Bezos, bit, yeah. what he looks like now, what he compared, like, what he, what he used to look like. Right. And, like, imagine and if he had started 20 I'm years sure ago. I'm sure he, you know, one of the richest men in the world is, has all the cutting edge stuff. Right. right? Or, and he, I think he's the kind of guy who is willing to experiment with something. Ne next question. The, what is so there is a huge difference between steroids and HGH, yes. correct? There's no no like, parallel whatsoever. And there is no okay. So steroids directly impacts your testosterone. HGH has a slight positive correlation to testosterone. Yeah. Uh, indirectly, it has almost your body makes HGH naturally. I just know HGH is given to children right. to grow. Yeah. Like, and stuff like that. So I know HGH so can't like Brian, really have that much of harmful effects. Brian, Brian took it as a kid because yeah. he I, had stunted pituitary growth. Well, right? I, had, I, I had what's called human growth hormone deficiency. Right. So, like, the, the, the deficient, like, the, the, the amount that uh, is supposed to naturally produce, your body's supposed to naturally produce, mine didn't. So I had to take a shot, like, once a day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Once a day. That's yeah. also, like, a very generic term. Um, so I remember uh, when I was 32, I tested like bottom of the barrel testosterone levels. Mm -hmm. Couldn't really figure out why. And uh, when I went to my general practitioner, as she was recommending me to go to a, I can't remember what the specialist is that deals with hormonal panels. But anyway, uh, as she was recommending me, she's like, uh, well, what we could try is uh, a round of HGH um, if you qualify as um, hormonal or growth hormone deficient. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And I go, what qualifies you? She goes, basically my opinion. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I'm 32. I yeah. shouldn't really be producing much anyway. Right, exactly. When I was, I think, I was maybe second grade when they, when they diagnosed me. I mean, obviously, they took blood work. They did, you know, they looked at the chart, where, I, where I'm supposed to be on the, yep. the, the chart yeah, yeah. For, for growth and all that kind of stuff. And my whole family's short. Like, if you know right. my family, they're, they're all short. So, like, uh, obviously, it worked. I was... Did they give me a little more than maybe I, I was supposed to have? Is that why I was the fastest person in the grade? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, probably. I it mean, probably had something to do with it. You just grow. You just grow faster than other, other kids. Like, well, he's, even he's, I, didn't grow, I didn't grow no. faster than the other kids. Because you See, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe... He was shredded in high school. Yeah. yeah so, like, that probably has but, something to but, do with it. The pro- well, the, the correlation is that... Um, so, you are... At an age where you're, and again, like I'm speculating, I'm not a doctor, but you're at an age where you're in puberty, you're growing pretty rapidly already. Mm -hmm. Uh, So your body's pretty much primed for this level of... uh, Yeah, yeah, effectively, right? So your testosterone levels are already like reaching level highs. Mm -hmm. And now add that with the fact that your metabolism is not slowing due to this deficiency. Uh, You're not lacking height and you know all these other growth factors due to this deficiency so basically like you were probably growing into the body type that if everything was optimized you should have had right and you know we just had to chemically get you there Mm -hmm. right so uh and you know the you probably should have stayed on it to some degree right because you ultimately Mm -hmm. ended up developing uh hyperthyroidism well i had uh hypo so underactive thyroid i but i i was diagnosed with that at the same time Oh, okay, okay. Same time, so, right at the same time, yeah. So, uh, so but I don't that, know. If, but like, talking to Michelle, um, she said that like that's so common. Like she said, like it's overdiagnosed. Like, well, maybe it's overdiagnosed. Well, no, maybe I, I wouldn't say it's overdiagnosed. I'd just say that like she says that like so many people have like underactive thyroid. Oh, so what I meant by overdiagnosed is that it's too general of a term, right? So I technically okay uh, have yeah. an underactive thyroid, mm-hmm. but basically. Um, all it means in reference to, uh, to like what optimal is, mm-hmm. is I'm slightly suboptimal. So I, I think that the, I don't remember the numbers off, off the top of my head, but I think like one is an indicator of uh, like a perfectly operating thyroid mm-hmm. and mine was laggy. So it was like two. So I just take natural thyroid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's natural thyroid extract. I, I think it comes from pigs. I can't recall. Um, but it basically just like boosts me up to having an optimal thyroid. Mm-hmm. So that just ensures that all your systems are processing as they're meant to, your digestion stays on track, uh, your metabolism, all that stuff is normal to whatever your body is built to be. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, again, like, we're, we're spinning off into a tangent, but the whole point here is that uh, that stuff shouldn't necessarily require, like, a high-level medical diagnosis. But even if it does, it's fine. It shouldn't just, it, it shouldn't be a byproduct of a, of a symptom. Right. So like, even if you require a general practitioner to diagnose this or even a specialist, right. Why is it not available to everybody? Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like, again, to your point, like almost nobody's going to fall on the perfect spectrum of your thyroids operating properly. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, most people are going to be some variation of too fast or too slow. Mm-hmm. And that, that really does wreak havoc, right? Like if you have a very fast or very slow metabolism, like that really has a big uh, mitigating fact on how you live your life. Right. You know, guys like Randy, we have to eat like 5,000 calories a day. Wow, how much is kidding? Just to maintain. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, 
Or we could just correct that. Mm-hmm. Or we could just like give you a supplement that literally gets you down to a normal baseline. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, all of this stuff, it's so stigmatized, but it seems because it's under the, the guise of performance enhancing, it's under this realm of cheating, it's uh, aligned with this idea of like a black market and uh, doing like nefarious things that give you an unsavory. Bro, they're all fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. They're all doing it. They're just trying to find ways to skirt the testing yep. or to take the next thing that is the cream that doesn't ever show up. Right, like they still haven't found the test. What he's saying test. is your boy Judge is yeah. Uh, your boy Judge is, is a is, freak. You know, Listen, I'm not going against not him. It's not as clean as you fucking, think he is. He's fucking rubbing some cream on his balls or something. <laughs> like I'm not fucking. I'm sure something's going on. He's uh, a fucking freak of nature. Right, right. So like, but he's also like, time out. He's also just a huge individual. He's just a yeah, massive, fine. massive <laughs> human being. being. Fine, massive. but like, if you want is. the record, then hit seventy four. What? Wow. Why? Because this juiced up guy cheated. See, how do you? What do you mean? How do you talk out both sides of your mouth like well, that? I'm, what do you mean? Because he's saying that like maybe he's rubbing a little cream somewhere, and what, what he's saying is Bonds is juiced to the gills, as you would say. All right, juiced. so like he, he, yeah, like he. So was, was Clemens that he was hitting off of? Like, what are we talking about here? Or, or he, I mean, it's he a, hit off of Clemens. Listen, what, twice no, a year? never gonna like come to <laughs> an agreement. Oh, you think Clemens was the guy juicing in the MLB? Like there was just no other starting pitcher. No, I'm sure there's some. Who's out there doing? You, you think? Uh, so there's some dirty bastards like Bond, but you know, some. Yeah, bro. Like you have to look <laughs> back at that era. It was like sub 25 percent were clean, and sub 25. I think I think Kinsey, interesting. I think book was accurate. Where he said he just said like everybody yes. was doing it. Yes, uh, I think it. that like his book came out at a time where there was enough of a buffer period between the book releasing and the stringent testing for a lot of people to get swept under the rug. And I also think, and this is a bit of a conspiracy theory, but I also think MLB played a role in ensuring that they did not villainize some of their most important superstars. I think that yeah, that's obvious. I think right? that would always happen. Yeah, because like even the big poppy thing, like he seemed like a guy who popped in a way that wasn't ever supposed to come public. And then it really got swept under very quickly where it was just like, you know, just kind of admit that you took a cream yeah. or some shit. And now he's like in the hall and he's beloved and he should be. He's great. Like he's, he's amazing. But well, speaking of fitness and stuff, you know what today is? No. Today is one of 90. Ooh. You started. I started. Are we vlogging this? We're not vlogging it. We're, we're just gonna. No, we need we're like, just gonna, we need I, like I, a fifteen seconds. I might. I might have taken a couple pictures. Okay. You know. Okay. This yeah. is a good start. Right. We need like a daily IG story. Bagel. Uh, I don't know if I want to get get too much into Bruh, that. But fifteen we'll, second up. You know upload. what? In three months, we'll 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 see the results. Okay. I got some <laughs> everything bagels but, from uh, New York. You want one? No. Sure. Well, I do want one, but um, so <laughs> I, I I I went through it like not. That long ago, a year or so, I did like the whole the mm-hmm. whole thing, and but throughout the whole thing, I ate like shit. Sure. And the results, no change. I mean, no, the, no, definitely some change, but mm. not what it, it it could be. Right. This time, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go like full, you know, Matt Berkey style. Sure. Diet, but I'm you definitely. You could, bro. You like meat. I, I I could. Yeah, I know. I you do like, like meat, meat. You like veggies. Yeah. Just stop eating the Italian food. Ah, I you like live. Italian food too. Stop eating the yeah. cured meats. I also like beer, especially during football Fine. season. Just don't just uh, black out. Don't yeah, exactly. Well, that, that that's one of the big things is I'm going to uh, cut back 
on alcohol consumption. Mm-hmm. So like during the week, <laughs> or I'm just switch to harder shit. Drink That's true. Yeah, just 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 drink straight vodka. Yeah, vodka vodka soda. Vodka and tonic. You're yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. I don't like tonic. Uh, no, actually, tonic has sugar in it. Vodka soda is what you want. Tonic water has sugar. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. I thought that it was like just a fancy name for seltzer. No, it's soda water. Mm. You're thinking of the soda. Yeah, but like if you vodka get vodka Perrier. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No. I mean, it's fucking disgusting. But I just want to go on the record and yeah. say that. <laughs> so hopefully uh, I can stick to this and we'll see what happens in November. I think uh, I, I have a lot of faith in you. Yeah. I think I'm going to start another 75 hard, uh, the second version of it. Um, I might just, I, I, I've been thinking about this. I, I'm, I'm going to take the weekend to figure it out. Uh, the whole reason why I don't constantly do this is because I feel like I don't deviate very far off of the protocols anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh, what am I doing here? Just living my life as usual, yeah. only writing it fucking down every day. Yeah. Which is so tedious. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I you do, ever want to like veer off like one little bit, then you just fail. Yeah, so then I'm the asshole. And like, yeah. uh, <laughs> although it is nice to have that deterrent. I was telling Landon and Melissa that like simply having something to be accountable to, mm-hmm. even if it's just an Instagram story every day, is enough to make me not have that moment of like, I can do this and be fine. Yeah. Because the reality is I can do this and be fine. But enough of those little uh, lapses kind of add up and you, you now miss what you're shooting for by a wider mark. So it's, it's kind of like that idea of chaos theory, right? Having one cookie every now and again, the idea is like small change will yield a small change in the end. Right. But you don't really know that, right? Body's a complex system. Like maybe one cookie every now and again is the difference between being like 15% body fat and nine. Yeah. Well, th- that's what they said, like, if like there's a lot of people out there and they said you want to lose weight stop drinking pop yeah like if you just stop drinking pop you might just lose like 20 pounds yeah, over small like, the change course of like six months small change right. in your lifestyle massive change in the result huge yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah anyway i i, I do want to start something I, I want to be more involved in the community f- for our discord channel uh so i have a few ideas to work through that one is integrating the mastermind into our dis- discord so you don't actually have to be a member of software tv to participate uh, a couple others were, um, you know, working on like some hand submissions from uh, the people that are the most active, kind of going over and doing reviews with those, uh, just basically figuring out more ways to be involved and offer a little bit more back to that 1,200 or so people that uh, peruse our, our Discord. But part of that is uh, I just want to take advantage of the fact that like we're all kind of in similar spots and there are certainly people in there that want to live a healthier lifestyle. So it's just like maybe I just become accountable to, uh, you know, some sort of like fitness challenge channel there. And like you're doing P90X, I could be doing 75 hard, like whatever. It's it's really not about the actual program, right? And this is something I think, yeah, this is something I think it's lost a lot where it's like, it's not about the program. Obviously they're all fatty and bullshitty and like, you know, whatever. It's like, you're you're not going to become a better human being overnight because you started the 75 hour challenge and same thing with like p90x same mm-hmm. thing with like any particular diet like yeah there's a likelihood that you'll rebound off of it but if it can if it can get the fire started mm-hmm. to a lifestyle change yeah. right get the conversation started to somebody who wants to actually live a more healthy lifestyle that's where i think like the real big sweeping change comes from um and it seems like you know i can be more of an example like that in our little localized community uh, especially because I'm doing it anyway, right? So it's it's kind of one of those things where I think we take for granted the stuff that we do that has greater impact. 
uh, as just a byproduct of like who we are and what mm -hmm. we do, where that should maybe be the thing that we lean into and leverage a little bit more. Yeah. And I mean, I can pop in every once in a while, yeah. and, you know, let you know my progress and yeah and what i'm doing like so like i'm doing the third one so it's like the, the 30 minutes right yeah, yeah which like there's a lot of people out there who are you know live busy lifestyles and it's tough for them to get to the gym for two hours every day so it's right. like for something like this is like it's good for them you know where you can you're getting a pretty broad uh workout right there's like throughout the whole throughout the whole program i mean they work at you know all from head to toe you're going to get body work different workouts and they switch it up so it doesn't you know doesn't get stale yeah um so i mean for for someone who's super busy that's that's probably maybe the way to go to start and then and then you you build from there yeah i think that's true um i think that uh the yeah i, I think i think the time commitment is obviously something that everybody has to manage a little bit but uh more importantly just like the dedication to showing up every day like when I talk about the 75 hard challenge, the most annoying hard thing for me to do every single day is to sit down and write a list, right? So like the second part that I, I want to do is like you have like, uh, I think it's like a five non-negotiable uh, list every day. Um, I can't, there's a special name for it, but basically like it's just a checklist. It's a, it's a to-do list. Mm -hmm. And part of it is like doing the list every day. Right. It's like, fuck you. I yeah. don't care i don't yeah. want to write this down yeah but like that means i should write it down <laughs> right right because like if it's that annoying like mm -hmm. there's something in my head that's resistant to this right like it's not that annoying for me to get in the sauna or me to go to the gym and like actually do the hard work right so it's just like okay this is something that i'm lacking in my life for sure because i'm so resistant to it i should probably figure it out yo i'm gonna fight the night bot why is it struggling? Yeah, it doesn't want to do. It only does contests. It only fucking does contests. Oh, it doesn't no. want to do anything else. No, it was working the other day. Yeah, you know. It's, uh, it's try right. try the hashtag, or at least. Oh, uh, no, I tried it all. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're talking about Nightbot, uh, there is one seat remaining for the September Academy. That's September eighth to the eleventh. Poker Out Loud style. So it's two days of uh, dedicated game theory training on the eighth and the tenth. Uh, as well as two days of gameplay where you'll be speaking your strategy out loud. We will be in the commentary booth kind of picking through your thoughts, pointing out where you get it right, where you get it wrong. That's something you will have to study inevitably. Inevitably. Indefinitely. Uh, inevitably, too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, should, you, should you choose to actually do so. Uh, but anyway, yeah, one seat remaining for that. Uh, really pumped to, to have a new group come in. This is going to be the last academy that we run in 2022 as of now. Brian's going to try to talk me one and talk me into running one in yeah, November. Yeah, maybe. I think it's pretty low probability. So if you wanted to come this year, maybe we'll get an interest. We, list. we normally do it at the end of November, right? Yeah, but I it's always like hard. Birthday. It's just always tough with Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. A lot and, going on. Yeah, yeah. November, December is a pretty tough time. We're also, yeah, uh, there's, there's things going on. But anyway, if you're interested, head to academy.solveforwide.io. Take advantage of that final seat. Uh, if you have any questions on the Academy or are hesitant at all and want uh, to speak about it, feel free to hit us up on Discord. Uh, I put that link in the chat um, or, you know, fire off a DM and or email to any one of us. We'll be happy to give you a little bit more info. Uh, also, we have new Only Friends merch. Yes. Uh, you can head to the same site, actually, academy.solveforwide.io and click the merch tab up top. I want to spend some time putting together some, like, yeah, get Only yourself Friends, on. like... 
merch for each one of us. Oh, you want to get the uh, the callbacks? Yeah, we want. Well, I can't stand that he just fucking used the word. I hate when he does that. What callback? Yeah, callback? he just loved the word. You love like marrying it in. <laughs> it's like your favorite word on the podcast. I think callback. Yeah, I think callback is it. Like, have I ever it. used that word before? I, no, I mean he's a lot of words. Callback is yeah. Weird. Oh, you know what? Landon might have stole mm. it and just ran with it. Maybe. I'm pretty sure I've said it once, and it was very overt. But where... no, I do get what you're saying. You want to expand the, uh, the catalog yes. of, of the only The clothing friends. line, if you well, will. The clothing line. The thing is, there's, there are endless amounts of things we can make. Melissa, we're going to need you on the graphics. Right, yeah. She makes the graphics. I will put it on the, the, I will put it on the website. The funny part is the, the easiest ones probably all relate to you. Tortoise. We, got, tortoise. we got the tortoise. Oh, yeah. Something tortoise related. Maybe yep. an entire tortoise line, mm-hmm. if you will. Barbecue. The, yeah, the barbecue. Uh, you know, we got mm-hmm. the Friday bit that yep. I haven't been fed in weeks, but, you know, <laughs> it's whatever. It's uh. whatever, you know, no big deal. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I think once the World Series starts also, so WSOP Online is coming up soon. Uh, I'm going to try to stream a lot of those bracelet events. I think my Maybe plan... Yeah, I think my plan will be to stream every Sunday no matter what because I'll have a full schedule. And then on the other days, I think they run on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, uh, stream like if we make the money. So if I make the money, pick up the stream there, move forward. But yeah, a lot of things. uh, Fuck you, Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Idiots don't even know what a do-rag is. Uh... I'm convinced that no one in this chat actually knows what a do rag is. I fucking love that one. Uh, <laughs> it's probably my favorite. <laughs> um, but yeah, like as those live streams go, you're on you're on the air for a long time. Like I've had 16 hour live streams. Like some shit just emerges. Christian was act- it's funny we can never get Chin to stream, but he's actually really good at it. He is. Uh, yeah, he he, is. Ca- he came up with like a this lot. He doesn't want to give away any secrets. Well, it's not, not, for free, it's not anyway. about strategy, right? Well, I, know, I know. He just does a good job at interacting with the chat. He actually came up with a lot of like he had the chat pro voice that is so good. Uh, and for everybody who's new to the to the podcast that like didn't used to watch our streams, he would just like have these spots that would come up where he would make a play that he knew the chat was going to disagree with. <laughs> And then he would just go into this voice mimicking what the chat would be like. Um, I don't really think that you're supposed to be three betting there at any sort of relative frequency. And, uh, you know, you're much better choosing the ace four candidate here instead of the ace eight. The voice of public opinion. Yeah, he just did a great job with that bit. Uh, we had the Alpha Rex coming, coming out of the woodwork whenever I was streaming. Like, everybody was just very proudly supporting that. That was a thing for a little bit. But it kind of dies whenever you stop streaming. You know, like, uh, it's hard to integrate into the podcast because... Mm-hmm. You know, you guys collectively, unless you're watching, aren't really participating in that. So it just becomes like a chin thing or a me thing or whatever. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to more of that stuff emerging as the pod continues on, as we get back into the live streaming streets a little bit. I think the natural merch ideas will come out. But I think so. Uh, we we need to get like that one that's like a staple for the show, though. You mm-hmm. know, just uh, like Pat McAfee has the for the brand. And it's a logo of a guy punting, right? So like everything was always a callback to, to like his punting career, uh, which which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was on purpose, Conrad. I'm well aware. Okay. <laughs> like, let me let you all in on a little fucking word. secret. When you guys point out a word that I've used a handful of times, I will use it so much more <laughs> once you're aware that uh. it's part of my vocabulary. 
Like, yeah. I will just beat it into the ground and then retire it forever. You say tortoise a lot. Well, that's never... <laughs> that's not going anywhere. That's never, ever, ever getting, uh, getting retired. Never getting retired. Good. Um, all right, let's wrap on a little bit of, uh, on a little bit of poker since we got to get out of here. I got, I got, I got something in poker. Go ahead. I got something in poker. Yeah, what's up? All right, well, there's a ladies event coming up, and um, the Lips Tour is hosting it, and they have a uh, trophy. <laughs> They and, do, they do and, have a trophy. Uh, I've got a, <laughs> wow! I got a, yo, pull up, pull up Daniel Moon's uh, quote tweet of this so that I don't say anything cancelable prior to uh, her having already confirmed it. <laughs> because I don't want to insinuate that I'm the only one who saw it. That's real. Okay, right? yeah, that's real. <laughs> that's <laughs> that is real. Uh, Brent texted me earlier today. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> He just sends me the link and he goes, uh, is this, is this a real trophy? And I go, yeah. And he goes, it's a vagina. (laughs) And I go, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think it might be a vagina. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. You know, Hey, no, I don't, this is not fine because you know, like, Wait, we can't we can't do that because all other events are. It's a co-events. ladies' event. Yeah, it's a ladies' event. There, it's are fine. No, there are no men events, so it's not gonna be like a big cock for a. Well, if there, <laughs> that's the problem. I'm trying to make sure that doesn't happen. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Like that's that's the irony is that uh, as a ladies' event, that's something that they can hold as their own and champion for, and like say, you know, like this is beautiful, and and we we can all support that because as guys, it's like yeah, we think the same thing. Mm-hmm. As a guy's event, if it were like men only, and we had a giant throbbing penis <laughs> as as a trophy, uh, none of us would be happy about that. Uh, no, we would man. all just feel less than looking at the trophy. And yeah. be like, I don't know about you guys, but that's not very accurate representation <laughs> of what we got going on down here. <laughs> it's like, hey, trophy creator, maybe stop setting unrealistic expectations yeah. for the rest of the fucking world. Seriously. You know? And if like, you know, it's a micro peen, and now all of a sudden it's like, who wants to win that? It's like, I've already been smited by God. I don't need to fucking win the trophy to confirm it. You know, so it's like, uh, I think, uh. I think this is a great thing. For uh, for a ladies' event, assuming that it actually was meant to look like a vagina, how could it not? It had to be intentional, right? Like, is it? I mean, did, did, did somebody say, "Hey, guys, let's make the ladies' event trophy look like a vagina"? Well, it's, and everybody else around them said, "That's a great idea." Wait, 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 wait. I think, <laughs> I, honestly, though, no, I do think it, it is. Um, I think these things do happen by accident, like all this the time. This is an accident. This no, has no, to be, dude. I know, but like, I th- I feel like there's a lot of things that happen like this certain situation where like you're like how could that that could could not be an accident and it turns out that like the designer didn't even think it went right over their head yeah. whenever like you know 10 people that approved its head and then they were like yeah that's fine and then it came out and someone was like you know that looks like something and, like, <laughs> and they're like holy shit it does well, well, wait, wait, wait. sometimes yeah. it's appropriate sometimes it's inappropriate but well, right, sure, fine, but uh, this was designed by the WPA, WPA Global, so this was designed by women, uh, and I'm not trying to infer anything, like, I think that, you know, it probably was intentional, and that's, like, completely reasonable and fine. Yeah. If it was an accident, that's, like, some wild, intelligent design shit. <laughs> that, the, we're living in a sim, Burke. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I if, think... 
if nothing else, it could be a happy accident just in the sense of they may have gone in and said, like, look, we want a trophy and we just don't want it to be phallic. And the guy just goes, well, what the fuck else is there? <laughs> like, have you ever seen a trophy that doesn't just stand straight up? Yep. And they're like, okay, let's start with a diamond shape. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is a good start. Yeah, this is a good start. It's definitely, it feels let's, like this is let, a Let's start a with thing. a diamond and let's stick a hole in the middle. We'll, we'll just build the rest out from there. <laughs> Maybe they had like a rose in mind, you know, they're like, yeah, let's, let's build it in a diamond shape, like a flower. And like, you know, and then next thing, you know, idiots like us are starting to go like, I don't know much about much, <laughs> but that's a goddamn vagina. <laughs> Listen, this is a hundred percent unintentional. The more you talk about it like that, it makes me think this is a hundred percent unintentional. Right. Yeah. You're probably right. Because, <laughs> because every, every woman listening to this is probably looking at that and going like, you don't know what a fucking vagina looks like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, how can I argue? You're probably right. Yeah. You know, anatomy, not exactly the strongest suit. Like, what, what are all these layers? <laughs> Self-deprecation. It goes a long way, guys. Uh, okay, so uh, the two major events that are taking place this week, we've already spoken about a bunch, but I think it's worth revisiting every day. Uh, I think Friday maybe we'll do um, a couple hands from the different shows. But today we have the uh, <laughs> we have the, the high-stakes game uh, 100, 200, 400 on Hustler Live. Uh, so, oh, my man Aaron Zhang. I was just fucking talking about him. <laughs> Okay, let's yeah. go. Aaron, good to see you in action, my man. It's been a long fucking time. I haven't. Uh, I used to play with him regularly. Uh, he would play JRB's game in uh, Ivy's room way back in the day before he won the Triton Millions. So, as a businessman. He was sold to us as a businessman. We all knew fucking... <laughs> look, when he won that event, all of us collectively were just like, yeah. They were on Hustle yesterday. Yeah, they were yeah. just talking about um, Zhang being on. And, yeah. and the only thing he says, super sharp, super smart, super sharp, poker, professional poker player, this, that, and the third. And I was just mm -hmm. like, man, he got it in good, huh? <laughs> so him and Wesley are good friends. Uh, I've only played with Wesley once, but he was, he was telling me that like Aaron said hi and that, that that's how Wesley got introduced to poker. Aaron was kind of like teaching him. So it's no shock that Wesley can hold his own. Yeah. Uh, good to see Aaron in there. I'm kind of excited to see him play. It's been a long time. Um, he was he was always good, and by good I mean uh, aired tight. But again, we're talking like 2015. So like, if you didn't VPIP 30, percent you're a pussy. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, now I think that he probably just like falls directly in line with like very good, uh, knowledgeable player. Uh, even though he's making most of his money probably in the markets and very little to do with poker. Uh, and then the other two heavy hitters are going to be Garrett and Andy. I imagine they're going to fill the rest of the lineup with, um, you know, some usual cast of characters that don't really garner the fanfare to get the, the head on the marquee of the stream. But I expect this to be a tough competitive lineup. Um, you know, Garrett and Andy obviously have been doing this for a very long time. They're two of the best when it comes to live stream, uh, deep stack, no limit hold'em. Uh, Aaron, I have a lot of respect for his game. I think that he plays really well. And Wesley is good. Like he's gotten good. He's not the spot. Um, he may not necessarily be winning a lot in this lineup, but I don't think he's necessarily losing, depending on who the other two, three, four players are. Good. I vote for my boy Chuck. I don't know who the fuck Who's this Chuck? guy is. I don't fucking know who <laughs> Chuck is. Who the fuck's Chuck? All I know is yesterday he was having a grand old time throwing in some check raises. Yo, good luck, Chuck. Check raise Chuck, please get in the game. Check raise check, Chuck. Check raise Chuck. <laughs> Yo, check raise oh, Chuck man. out here in the mix. Uh, I'll see if I can find yesterday's stream because... 
generally speaking, when I think I don't know anybody, I end up like knowing everyone. Um, or I've played with them at some point. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Along the way. Uh, but yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll peruse yesterday's stream. Uh, in the meantime, Live at the Bike is kicking off today. They, uh, shout out to Melissa. She's out there doing the Lord's work. Mm -hmm. She is interviewing the man, the myth, the legend himself, uh, Mr. Phil Helmuth. Uh, we got a little bit of the behind the scenes here. This wasn't with Melissa. This was, uh, all right. And toss the cards. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. That's looking good. All right. One more time and go. Toss the cards. Excellent. <laughs> Live at the bike the next three days. Tune in and watch us. In an hour or two, holla back. <laughs> oh my god. Holla back. Oh my dude. god, man. Not only does this guy stink, but he's fucking cringe. I don't know what you're talking about. He's hollering back. Uh, holla back, my. Holla back, youngin'. I forgot to say youngin'. This guy, man. This fucking guy. Jesus. He should have said, let's get it popping. Uh, he ain't no holla yeah. back, girl. This is really tough. Uh, this this is really hard for me, guys. How do you? How do you? <laughs> what do you do with yeah, this? What do you do? What do you do with this? Uh, okay, so uh, I guess that lineup is underway. I think they're on a three or four hour delay, so it's probably kicking off right about now. Um, if you have any desire to watch that stream, I think today is Helmuth and Matasau are the two marquee names. Uh, when I asked Melissa who was filling in the lineup, she goes, I don't know, a bunch of old guys. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of old guys with brown hair. Uh, <laughs> sounds, like, uh, sounds like a fun fucking game to be in, I gotta tell you. Uh, I think they're playing 25-50 today. Uh, not entirely positive, but... Um, yeah, also, by the way, uh, listen, I say this with love because I, I have a lot of love for both streams. But, like, make my job a little easier, guys. If I don't know what stakes you're playing and I don't know who's in the lineup, no one knows. Right. Okay. So yeah. like, get your get your get shit together. Yeah. Get, get it out there. Get your social media up to up to par. Uh, I need to know a lot more. I don't need mm -hmm. to see how many flipping cards and saying like holler back. <laughs> I need to know who's filling the eight seat uh, in today's lineup because yes. that's going to be what Helmuth isn't exactly going to be the only draw. You need a little bit more, especially when you're competing against a a tough lineup on the other uh, on the other side of things, right? Like, it probably yeah. should have been you. You should have filled in the eight seat. I would love to. Uh, I got to tell you, I would love to. Helmuth is never going to let me play with him. I don't think I'm ever going to get to play any good games ever again. I don't know when this happened. I don't All know when over. this became a thing. Uh, guys, the entire internet thinks I stink. Everybody thinks that I've lost <laughs> houses upon houses. Uh, mega fortunes. So mega fortunes on, on live streams. And you know what? They're not wrong. My live stream record, not great. Where are the calls? My phone's not ringing. It's just dead. I got I got what who are, do I got a campaign to here? Are you using Brian's burner phone? <laughs> no, uh, actually. That's why it's on airplane mode. No wonder. Actually, we got we got 3 minutes we have we have 3 minutes before we get out of here, so I will I will end it on a uh, final note. Um Oh my god, I'm going to this is so dumb. Don't say this, Berkey. Just don't say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. it. Okay. Just go ahead and say it. Okay. Uh my my phone number has been the same since I was 18. Okay. That's all you need to know. You, gonna, you want me to give it out? No. Okay. But, but just know my phone, number, <laughs> my phone number has been the same since I was 18 when I lived in the greater Pittsburgh area. So take that for a grain of salt. Uh, since online dating and having been catfished and having to navigate all these different spheres and everything else, uh, I don't always give out my personal number. 
I was wondering. I, Yo, I, I saw the fucking text. So did I. So did I. I saw when he said that. I was like, I, I didn't think it was you. I was like, who is this? Yo. Somebody else. I'm like, this is either sent a screenshot of somebody else or it was a burner phone. Or, or a burner phone. So there are apps you can download. Yes, yes. Or third-party apps. Right. And they turn your or text apps. I was yeah. fucking dying well, sort of, when I read they that. They basically last create night. a burner line uh, that has like no tracing back to you originally. And uh, specifically, when I match with girls on Tinder, I almost always give the burner line. Now that's sharp. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying. So for instance, like I had a date today. Uh, I gave her my real number because she's a, a very reasonable person. We met on Bumble. We talked plenty. Like there was a lot of vetting that took place. And I knew meeting her was going to be a non-issue. Like it wasn't like I was going to get my house burned down at any point. These girls on Tinder are a little bit different. Yeah. They're built a little different. You know, so you got to kind of like protect yourself, look out for your best interests, make sure that you don't end up with uh, a crazy person who's then stalking you. And after you try to ghost them because they're terrible people and you don't want it to all of a sudden they're just blowing up your phone and threatening to kill your family. Luckily, this has never happened to me, but I've heard enough horror stories where it encouraged me to take the safe route, if you will. Mm -hmm. You want to know whose idea it was? Uh, need from catfish no you're never you're <laughs> never going to guess john's simon no way yeah when he's when he after his divorce when he started dating again he got a burner phone Smart man. For all the, i was shocked mm -hmm. and i was also shocked that like i hadn't thought of it i'm like yeah here i am Wait. i've just been out here in these online streets just giving away all my information waiting to just like absolutely get destroyed for it i mean the kid thinks he can live the rest of his life off a million dollars but <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, but he also is sharp with the burner phone. Right, so, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, so uh, I highly recommend to those of you out in the streets, protect yourself. It's, it's important. She'll understand if it actually ends up working out that uh, you were just being safe. Yeah, you know? And honestly, course. like, even more so than guys, girls should do this. Mm -hmm. Girls 100% should do this. Because if a month into a relationship, a girl told me that like she actually gave me a burner number, I would applaud her. I wouldn't even be upset. I'd be like, yeah. you are smart, and I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Right? Because like I know you're looking out for yourself. I hear all the time, like, uh, there have been a couple girls that I've matched with, and you know, you try to take it off the app because if you don't, you just get drowned out by their inbox. Right. And it like basically if if you don't take it to text it's very unlikely that you're going to get to the point of setting up a date because she's only going to engage with you for a very short attention span. And then 25 other matches are going to come through mm. that she has to like, you know, deal with or whatever. But once you get to the, to the actual text exchange, now you kind of have a little bit more undivided attention. You can set up a date and, you know, move things along if you so choose to do so. But uh, a handful of them um, that I've spoken to are like, want to meet first before giving out their number and it's like yeah i think that's completely reasonable can i ask why and almost always it's some horror story of well i gave this guy my number and after chatting with him for a little bit i just didn't think it was going to be a good fit he didn't take the rejection very well and ended up like stalking me and you know sending me all these like death threats and stuff like that through my phone and there's there's that's, no recourse right right because if somebody has your phone number the best you can do is block them. Right. But they still have all that information that comes along with your phone number. Right. And all of the, the third-party apps. And, like, you know, you can, it, it's hard, basically, to make a person disappear. And then they can recreate, uh, like, multiple new phone numbers themselves and stalk you still on this sale to the point where, like, you have to change your number. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you instead separate them 
by giving them the third party number. Literally, with a click of a button, that number disappears forever. Oh, and you just, you just get a new you number. Just burn it. It's just amazing. gone. That is amazing. Gone. You, you don't ever want to talk to anybody again? Burn the number. Gone. <laughs> they have no other point of contact. Just awesome. disappears. Yeah. So, hey, ladies out there on the online streets, don't trust anybody. Take, <laughs> take care of yourself. There are a lot of uh, devious individuals out there who are not looking out for your best interests. So, I highly, highly suggest getting a burner app if you, uh, if you care to do so. All right. That's going to wrap it for us. I got to get to the gym before they close. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, even though we were missing our biggest and brightest stars in Melissa, Landon, and Christian. Uh, I hope the three of us old men were... Who the fuck yep. you going old? Reasonable for... <laughs> I am a nice, young, pristine, 30... Under 36. If, <laughs> if you don't think you have more gray than me, you aren't paying attention, that sir. That doesn't mean I'm old. You old as fuck. Yo, Not only are you Grandpa, old, relax, all right? Uh, look, uh, pr- relax, project, project your ageisms onto me all you want, My buddy. ageisms? Yeah. You're, okay, just look at our birth certificates. I got to check nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you there, tab boy, but we are born out of the same era. Are we? Yeah, we are. You were born in what, like... 80s, just like you. No, like 80? No. 82. He was 82. I was 81. Yeah. <laughs> All right, as always, thank you guys uh, for tuning in and watching. Melissa, also, go fuck yourself. I said something nice <laughs> about you, and you're going to come in the chat and start talking shit. Uh, I, I grow out scruff every day. There's not as great fucking hair to be found. Okay, I'm reverse aging. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm Benjamin buttoning this shit right here. Because I believe in the science and the optimization. And I'm willing to take that shot. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Please like, subscribe. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. I think we might go back to the noontime just to kind of test it out if you guys are available. Uh, Tomorrow's Thursday for me. I hate this late time, so 11 o'clock is great. Okay, yeah. So uh, I think we're going to plan on going noon tomorrow. And uh, we'll just see who shows up. And if more people show up, then great. We'll, We'll keep it at noon for a little bit longer. Uh, otherwise, you know, as always, thanks for the support and we'll see you guys then. Later squad.